Welcome to the Pencils and Lipstick Podcast, a weekly podcast for writers. Grab a cup of coffee, perhaps some paper and pen, and enjoy an interview with an author, a chat with a writing tool creator, perhaps a conversation with an editor or other publishing expert, as well as Kat's thoughts on writing and her own creative journey. You'll laugh, you'll cry, well, hopefully not actually cry, but you will probably learn something. And I hope you'll be inspired to write. Because as I always say, you have a story, you should write it down. This is Pencils and Lipstick. Hello, everyone. How are you doing? Welcome to episode 180 of the Pencils and Lipstick podcast. I'm Kat Caldwell. And today we have a bit of a shorter episode for you. We are going to talk about subplot characters, something that I hadn't thought much about, and perhaps you haven't either. Um, So we're going to talk about them and talk about their role in your story. Not every single story has a subplot character, but if you like writing subplots, um, you might want to stick around and listen to uh, what I found out from one of my favorite writing mentors, John Truby. And I had read his book before and I just, I went back and was sort of perusing through it and it stuck out to me. And I thought, well, if I don't know about that, perhaps you don't either. Or maybe I'm the only one. I don't know. (laughs) Hope you guys are doing well. Next week, we'll be back with interviews with Lisa Shaughnessy. And then Evan Gao is going to come in and talk to us about the new things going on over at Story Origin app pretty soon as well. There are some really exciting things over there. And I thought instead of me trying to describe them to you, we'd have the expert himself come on. Plus, it's been like almost two years since he's been on the show, which is insane. (laughs) I should bring people on more often. Now, if you guys have somebody that you want to hear on the show, let me know. You can tweet me at Pencils Lipstick on Twitter. You can pretty much find me all the time over on Instagram, catcaldwell.com catcaldwell.author or pencils and lipstick all spelled out can let me know who you want on the show. I have a couple different people in the works. We'll see. Um, They haven't yet scheduled, so I don't like saying anything until they schedule. But anyway, so it's episode 180. We are going into May. We are fully in May and um, life is trucking along. It's unbelievable. I have sent out Um, bended loyalty to more beta readers. I have listened to some beta readers and I have decided to make a little tweak at the end. So, um, so that, yeah, (laughs) there you go. Sometimes you accept the, you know, the critiques and sometimes you're like, "Mm, no, I don't want to do that. So this time I, I did decide that they were correct and I needed to tweak something. So I'm, I'm actually happier with the ending now. Um, I've had a couple questions come at me um, through social media and my newsletter, so I thought that I would answer them here. Um, first, pertaining to author newsletters. So the other day, um, somebody asked me like why they needed an author newsletter, and I feel like I talk about this all the time. Um, mastering author newsletters was episode one seventy eight, I believe, like not even that long ago, <laughs> like two weeks ago. So I encourage you to go and check that one out. Maybe it was 177. It's very, it, it, it was in April, 2023. So why do you need an author newsletter? Um, it's because it's your platform. It is where you can speak closest to others, um, to your fan base. And it actually, it really helps you find your fan base. The more emails I send out, the more things that I offer to 
both my writers and my readers, because I have two different lists, the more I understand them and what they want, and the more they understand me and what I'm able to get them. Um, so we can't get everything we want from everyone, right? So Coca-Cola does try to be everything to everyone. Um, but that's not us. We are not going to sell water and Coke and whatever else they sell. Uh, at the same time, we are going to sell our books and that's probably it, <laughs> you know, po possibly some author services, possibly, you know, nonfiction or two. I sell journals. I really believe in journaling. I believe everyone has a story to tell whether they want to publish it or not. I think that journaling is very therapeutic. And so I created journals for people. You can find them over at catcaldwell.com forward slash shop. Um, I also write books and I don't write the same genre. So <laughs> just to make it harder for myself. So I have to find people who are willing to read across genres. That is what I'm selling to my writers. I am just selling knowledge, just knowledge on storytelling. And I can do that through my author newsletter much better. So as some of you might know, I hope you guys have heard somehow, um, if you haven't, you should sign up for my newsletter because <laughs> I tell it all the time. But the Write With Us online writing retreat is happening next week as of um, this podcast going out May 16th and 17th, 2023. It is a 9 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That is New York City time. Two-day event. There are seven workshops. There are sprint, uh, ready sprint breaks in between. There is time to talk to the guest authors who are teaching, ask questions, hang out, and meet people. There are going to be giveaways. Um, all of the, the guest authors are teaching something new um, to us. And so that's going to be exciting. I'm really excited to come in and hear what, what they're teaching because we can always get better at it. So I have reached the masses, as I say, um, through my newsletter. And every single person who has signed up so far has come through either my newsletter or one of my guest author newsletters. So that is <laughs> the none of them have come through social media. And I have pushed it on social media. So signups have come through the newsletter. Um, I guess I could say one sign up technically, like she asked me questions on social media. So we'll give, we'll give Instagram that Instagram, um, got me, got us one <laughs> sign up. So, I mean, it's, it, that's just how it is. Um, if I were to run ads for it, perhaps, and perhaps next year I will, this is just the first year. Um, I might see a difference, right? But we're talking about organic growth. We're talking about free, um, free as in free on the money, not on the time. So your newsletter is important. Uh, you will find your base sooner and you will understand them quicker. Um, the next question that I'm going to answer, and this will be the last question for this week, and maybe we'll do some more next week, is what book should I read to learn more about writing? This is a really hard question to answer because there are lots of really good books out there. Um, so a lot of people like Save the Cat. I've never read Save the Cat of all the books I've read. <laughs> I haven't read Save the Cat. Um, and I think it's good. I think, you know, the people who I admire have good recommendations. Um, the the three-act uh, method by uh, Jay Thorne is good as well. It, here's the thing. It doesn't, there isn't one book that is going to give you all the information. So there are lots of good books out there and I am not even an affiliate for any of these books, but 
if you were going to start somewhere, if you have never studied storytelling, I would start with um, Lisa Crone and Wired for Story. Yes, Wired for Story, Lisa Crone, C-R-O-N. I would start there because that way, then you're going to understand this, the three-act structure um, because I don't think that you can, like, if you don't understand storytelling, then there's no reason to dive into plotting something that you don't understand. Um, I also think that um, the, I'm trying to look at it now. The Science of Storytelling is an amazing book. And it it's by Will Storr, S-T-O-R-R. Um, that's an amazing book to tell you why um, certain stories and certain books have done better than others. Um, and it really has to do with how our brains are structured. Um, it, it's just, it's amazing. So, you know, you kind of have to understand storytelling to understand how to then, you know, structure a story. So Lisa Crone also has Story Genius, and that is a great one. That is like the hands-on um, way to like structure a story according to Lisa Crone. Um, and then I'm going to say John Truby's The Anatomy of Story. As you can tell, I have lots and lots of tabs in here, and there should probably be more <laughs> because I went back and I, I constantly, there's also like several bookmarks. <laughs> I must have lost my tabs at some point. Um, John Truby, I think, is like a genius at story structure and especially commercial story structure. Um, so I think his other one is called The Anatomy of Genre. So that one's also good to understand your genre even better. Um, he has some courses as well. So I don't think that there's a book. I think there's just a place to start. So that is my recommendation. Start with learning, understanding storytelling. And I hadn't thought of that until I, um, until Sasha Black said that she was reading the science of storytelling. And I thought that so sounded like a great title. So I, I listened to it on audiobook, And that was really when I started to understand that I was missing a piece of the the understanding, the storytelling, not just how do I write a book? Like that's a very mechanical answer. It's, I want my story to be that kind of story that sticks with people. Um, and that's my goal. So if, you know, if that's not your goal, then maybe start with save, save the cat. Um, that's, that's fine. <laughs> that's just my answer because somebody asked me. Um, so I want to talk to you guys today about subplot. Um, but before I get into that, I want you to know that as this podcast goes out, it is May 9th, um, May 8th, we are one week away from the Write With Us online writing retreat. So this is the last week for you to sign up. When the podcast comes out next week, I won't even tell you because, you know, it's, you'd have 24 hours to do it. And a lot of you tend to listen on like Saturday. <laughs> yes, I have the data on it. So this is the last week for you to sign up. Um, you can sign up at catcaldwell.com forward slash WWU 2023. So write with us 2023 catcaldwell.com WWU 2023. Now when I wrote 
like wrote it out. <laughs> it didn't sound like such a tongue twister. It doesn't look like one. It does sound like a tongue twister. So write with us, 2023, WWU 2023. Um, it's only 1.27. There are seven workshops. They're all brand new. You're going to have time to write. Um, I think this is going to be an amazing, amazing workshop. It is a great way also for you guys to get to know these amazing authors who also offer guest um, like writing services. A lot of them are coaches. Um, Stacy is a developmental editor. Tracy teaches locally as well. Um, and she has an amazing author life fix book and workbook coming out. We're going to talk about that as well at the workshop. Um, Lewis, Emma, and Beth are all book coaches. So you are going to find a great way, like not only have a great uh, workshop, but it gives you the ability to sort of see if you want more from from us, from any of us. And you don't have to choose all of us. You can choose one of us. Nobody's feelings are going to be hurt. But I think it's a great way to see how they teach, see how they interact with people. If you're looking for a book coach um, or somebody that can give you a little bit more, almost everyone has a book, you know, or courses. You can see them, you know, face to face. You can ask them questions about their courses, about what they offer. Um, it's just going to be a really great place. We are going to all be in Zoom, but we will also stream it live to a private Facebook group. So if you're more comfortable on Facebook, you can watch it there and ask questions there as well. And I'll be monitoring and bringing up the questions for, for every guest author who's teaching. You're also going to get access to all the recordings. So I know that sometimes I want to go back and like rewatch, you know, what they taught me or you know, maybe I understood it, but like a week later, I'm like, mm, what were they saying? And I want to go back and watch. And I also know that some people, depending on where you are in the world, depending on your life and work circumstances, won't be able to show up to every single one of them. So we are going to record them. They are going to be held in my Thrive Cart Learn, which is kind of like teachable and you will have access to them for life. You can go back as many times as you want. And this is the only time that they are all going to be bundled together for you guys. Um, those who come in and teach, they will have their recording and they are going to be, you know, it's theirs. They can resell it, cut it up, do whatever they want with it. Um, but you're going to have to then buy, purchase them individually if they decide to do that. So this is the only time that you can get them all together. Seven workshops all together, plus just like the interaction with other writers um, up close and personal. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome, guys. Um, I can't stress it enough how excited I am to to learn, honestly, from other people and to see what they're doing and meet all of you all who are writing books. I, it's just great. I'm I'm very excited about it. So down below, there is a link, catcaldwell.com forward slash WWU 2023. I will try not to make that difficult next time. <laughs> All right, so today I want to talk to you a little bit about subplot characters because this is something, as I said, I hadn't really thought of. Um, and I'm getting this more or less from uh, John Truby because he's a master at storytelling, especially commercial storytelling, and um, he's the one that introduced it to me. So I'm, it's all on John Truby. Hopefully someday he will come on the podcast. He's just like, you know, I have him up on a pedestal. So subplot character. Subplot character is not your side character. We all love our side characters. They're awesome. They all have, you know, a little 
reason for being there. And we can talk about that sometime. But a subplot character is the main character of your subplot, like your parallel plot. Maybe you call it your secondary plot. And so, again, not every story has a subplot. Um, but, and then therefore they don't have a subplot character. But I realized that Bended Love has a subplot. And I was like, oh my gosh, I did not realize this. <laughs> it's weird how you can write a story and not understand things. Um, so it's, it's, a, Bended Love is about Scarlet and about her learning to fight for herself, fight for her right to, you know, live in this life and claim her space. Um, and the only when she learns to fight for herself does she learn to fight for what she thinks is right for her nephew. Then there's like the love story between her and Tristan. But the subplot of the story is Tristan is still in the story and he's still dealing with um, this woman who's coming after him for child support for a child that he says is not his. Um, so the subplot, he is fighting for, you know, like what is right? What is the right thing to do in this case of this child in the world? And Scarlett is also fighting for what is right to do for this child in the, in the world who happens to be our nephew. They're also fighting for where their place is in the world. And so this is why I figured out that it's a subplot. They both kind of have the same goal, like the same desire in this world. They want a place in this world. Now, Tristan at this point is a little more definitive in that. And Scarlet is going to, you know, rediscover her true desire in this world. She's sort of been um, hovering, you know, just getting by, doing okay. And then she's really going to claim her place. And so the subplot character is a character that is supposed to want the same thing as your main character, but they go about it in a different way. And what it's supposed to do is highlight the strengths and the flaws of your main character. Because really what I've learned also from John Truby is that everything is supposed to point to your main character. We are not just writing a story, you know, like of this person, of these things that happen to them. That's not actually our goal in storytelling. Our storytelling is supposed to take a person and prove to the world that they, that there are circumstances that will force them to change even a little, right? Um, that is the goal with storytelling. If there is no change there is no real story. And I pause there because there are moments in which there can be purposefully no change. And that's usually called a dark <laughs> uh, story because it's basically the main character chooses to stay in their um, dark hole of, I mean, John Truby calls it slavery. They're, they're, poor view of the world. They choose to sort of wallow in this hopelessness that they aren't going to change. Nothing's going to change. The world will go on. And that's those movies. A lot of times they're French, um, <laughs> believe it, or Spanish. Man, they can be like super dark over there in Europe um, where, you you know, the, the camera just sort of pulls away and you're just left with this like, really? You went through all that and you're not even going to like change? You're just going to stay where you are? Um, yeah. <laughs> you know? 
it's a, it's a dark, heavy ending to a story, which it can happen. It can be very powerful and very effective, and it can really convince the audience to to want to not be like that, right? So there are times where you're purposely not letting them change. But what I'm saying is don't have things happen to a character with no idea of what you're doing the majority of the stories need to change. If you're purposely not letting them change, that's one thing because you're making a statement. You need to know what that statement is. So your subplot character is supposed to sort of lift up your main character and show them that there's a different way to do things. Okay. So whatever that is, whether your main character is a super control freak and they are trying to um, control the pieces to the chess puzzle that is life and chess game that is life. And they are trying to make sure everything lands perfectly. And, you know, when finding a partner, a life mate, um, and then the subplot character is really learning to let go and let the, the chess pieces fall as they may, as they look for love in life. Right. So you really want to be able to compare and contrast these two characters um, to sort of highlight things. And it doesn't have to be like that evident that they're doing it. Um, in Hamlet, what are their names in Hamlet? <laughs> so in Hamlet, like he dies, you know, he, there's like purposeful murder and then there's like accidental murder. Right? Hamlet's like trying to kill the guy who killed his father. And then, yeah, Lartes, I haven't noted, I don't know how to say that. Lartes, he like accidentally kills the man who killed his father. So there's like this, you know, they both want revenge kind of. Um, and there was a different way to go about it, got the same result. Um, and then, you know, the consequences of that afterwards. Um, the other, the other one that, let me see, that does this is the Philadelphia story. That's right. Um, the Philadelphia story. See, I love old movies, and so I've seen old movies, and so I don't mind it when when John Truby uses an example of an old movie, but I'm not sure everyone else has seen that. If you haven't seen The Philadelphia Story with Catherine Hepburn and Cary Grant, you should really see it. But Catherine Hepburn plays Tracy, and then there's this photographer who's trying to pass herself off um, as a family friend, but she's a photographer for a tabloid magazine, comes in. They both want love. You know, they're 1940s women. So they both want love and they want stability and they want that man. And Tracy is like this rich woman who's trying to like keep up appearances and make sure everybody, you know, is thinks of her well. And Liz is like, well, <laughs> that can't be, that's not me. You know, she's just herself and she is comfortable with herself. And then she's kind of like sickly puppy love with her. Um, co-worker, Jimmy Stewart, who reminds me of my grandpa. Um, and she just sort of lets him go and lets him find his own way. Um, she doesn't pursue him, even though she really, you know, you can sort of see that she's pining after him. So they're, they're very different women. They're actually going after the same thing. And I had never thought of it before and how like that subplot character is really highlighting something in the main character. And that's done psychologically, right? So when I say to that, if you want to really understand storytelling, to start with the science of storytelling or Lisa Crone's Wired for Story or John Truby's books, it's because they're more in depth, but they're really trying to teach you 
what story is in order for you to be able to have the elements that um, create a story that really stick with people. So your subplot character. Go back and see if your subplot character is um, is lifting up your your main character. And I think this is actually very liberating to understand that the subplot character and the main character need to sort of have the same desire because you don't have to make up an entirely other story that's sort of paralleling and smushing into this book. This is something that I wish I had known for coffee stains, um, where I could like more purposefully parallel the two stories. Instead, I just sort of kind of have two stories <laughs> like in the same book, which is, you know, lots of things happen in life. And so that was my reasoning for that. But but when you're writing a story, you really want to bring every the audience's attention to the main character and their change or lack thereof. And so when you use that subplot, you don't have to go looking for something else in order for them to really push into the into the forefront the main character in the audience's eyes, right? So I thought that that was a really cool um, thing to learn and to understand better. Um, I think it's very liberating that your subplot doesn't have to be um, a completely different storyline. It kind of needs to be along the same storyline, not as big. It doesn't need to be big. Like if you watch the Philadelphia story, Liz is like plays a role in the story as well. It's just that her goal, her like desire in the relationship she has with Jimmy Stewart is, um, is like this, you know, paralleling the, the relationship that the woman, Catherine Hepburn's, um, character is having with her ex-husband and husband. So you see, it doesn't have to be huge, can be subtle, but it's purposeful and it works really well. So that is subplot characters. And that is our show for today. Be sure to share this episode with people that you know, um, and anyone who you know is a writer, tell them about the Write With Us online writing retreat. I hope to see you there. We will probably have another one in the fall, but it will be geared probably more towards nonfiction or towards the marketing of your book. Ooh, there's so many things to learn with writing, but we'll have another one in 2024 as well, but it will be different. So I think you should get in. Go to caldwell.com forward slash WWU. 2023. Let everyone know about the podcast as well. We'll come back with an interview next week. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app or at youtube.com. We are over there as Pencils Lipstick Podcast. Um, yes, and give us a review. It's been a while since anybody's given us a review. <laughs> we got to keep those reviews up all the time. Oh my gosh. So I will see you guys next week with Lisa Shaughnessy. Hey, you're still listening. Since you are, could you do me a favor and head over to the app that you're listening to this episode on and hit the subscribe button and then rate and review the show? It would really help the Pencils and Lipstick podcast get out into the world. And if you're enjoying the podcast, well, then there might be more people out there who would enjoy it as well. If you want to find out more about me, 
you can head over to catcaldwell.com. I have my story over there, my books, my interactive journals, my one-on-one coaching information, and information on my creative writing community membership group. If you're looking to write a book or you are a writer and you just want to find out more about how to write, how to publish, how to format, how to market, and all the things that go into being an author these days, check out the membership group. There is a 14 free day trial that you can try it out, get into the masterminds, find out all the goodies that we are talking about in the group. I would love to see you there.